LM123 to Rail Control Center. Do you read me? What's going on, everybody? You'll get that reference, uh, I hope, at some point during this episode. And if you don't, it's totally fine. I don't judge. I don't discriminate. I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. Here, you can have seen the taking of Pelham 123, or you can have not seen the taking of Pelham 123, and uh, you can fit right in. Anyways, we'll talk a little bit more after the sponsor. Okay, that shit's over. Let's talk about who I have on today. His name is Richard Eric Jarvie. He is from Estonia. Have you ever heard of Estonia? If I'm being completely 100% honest, I, prior to knowing Richard, I had zero knowledge of this place called Estonia. And uh, it seems like from when you'll hear Richard talk, it, se- <laughs> it seems like he... Uh, he kind of doesn't want to know too much about Estonia either. You know, uh, I'm sure he has pride in the place, but it sounds like he wants to come to the States. I want him to come to the States. I want to meet him in person. I've known uh, Richard uh, from Action Movie Anatomy. It's a show on a YouTube channel called Popcorn Talk Network, and uh, that's where him and I met. Uh, Action Movie Anatomy is co-hosted by Ben Bateman, who has been on the podcast. He is uh, one of the co-hosts. He's one of the two hosts of that show, Action Industries. So because of that show that they created, uh, that's where I met Richard. And uh, we've stayed in touch. Back when I was doing Bigger Boat movies, he would uh, call into my station because that's what they were called back then. They were not called a podcast anchor back in the day. You could only do like five-minute sort of uh, audio clips and then like snapchat they would fall off after 24 hours uh, but he would call in leave a message and i would put it on my station and so you know i've known the name uh, richard eric Jarvie. i just wanted to call him Jarvie because um, that's sort of like you know what a lot of people call him um but yeah i've known him for for a few years and this is the first time i was able to actually talk to him one-on-one in real time. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. This is a, this is an all kind of, we talk a lot about the current situation. So maybe when you're listening to this, it's seven months from now and COVID-19 is a thing of the past. So it's not recent or current, but we do talk about, you know, what it's like over where he is. Uh, We talk about some film stuff, some television stuff. Um, and some other stuff and some other stuff that's just not coming to my head right now because it's uh I am recording this directly after recording with him so it's past 2 in the morning so I got to I got to hit the sheets here guys uh that's one of the weird things about this that's one of the crazy things about it isn't it it's it's uh I, it, when we started recording it was like midnight here where I was and he was just you know starting his day that's so crazy to me but uh yeah, it is what it is. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let you guys listen to Richard Eric Jarvie. And just know that uh, I'm also sleeping when you're listening to this. So get ready. Get set. Because it is Richard motherfucking Eric Jarvie.
How's it going, man? What is up, Richard Eric Jarvie? Wow, man. Holy crap. It's been a while. It's well, it's uh this is the first time for everyone listening. This is the first time I've ever actually like of course, you know, I've uh I've uh, watched your podcast and, you know, uh, I've heard you, but I've never been on the other end of a, of a line with you. This is, uh, this is pretty surreal, dude. This that's true. Yeah. We we've talked through anchor before. I think I call in a few times, but never like, you know, directly connected. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I still cannot wrap my head around the fact I messaged you earlier when you were like, Hey, I'm going to bed. And I was like, get out of here. It's <laughs> it's six o'clock where I am. I'm, I'm getting ready to eat dinner and you're, and you're falling the fuck asleep. <laughs> yeah. You freak. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like on the other side of the planet completely. Yeah. You're in uh it's It's called Estonia, right? Estonia. That's right. It's like in Northern Europe, right under Finland, and right next to the big country called Russia. Jeez, dude. What's that like? What's that like where you are? So, okay, because I know, you know, uh, we're we're kind of coming out of the, thank God, we're kind of, you know, coming out of this whole COVID-19 stuff. And what's going on mm-hmm. over in, in, in Estonia? What's what's it like over there? It's, um, I think it's pretty much the same. Uh, we are coming out of it slowly. Like next week, they are opening up gyms for the first time. Uh, and like in July, they even promised that they will be opening up cinemas and, you know, bigger event type of places. But the good thing about like the positive thing about Estonia is that we're such a small country. We've got like 1.4 million people for the whole country. So the outbreak, it got pretty bad for a while, but it was never like catastrophic or anything like that. So it's kind of a good thing that we're <laughs> such a small country here so it's uh, we we definitely got off lighter than you know the rest of the world so okay so next week is 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 you said when they're when they're thinking of reopening movie theaters uh the next week is when they're opening gyms and in july i think they're opening they're thinking about opening movie theaters oh okay okay i'm really hyped about it <laughs> yeah man i bet i do like um it's I keep saying it, but it's it's something that, you know, we never thought this was going to happen. I mean, we never thought movie theaters. We never thought Disney World. You know, I live <laughs> I, I live like an hour and some odd change from Disney World. And I never once imagined that that place would never be open. And it's crazy. I don't know if you've uh, ever seen the footage that they've released, but they did like aerial shots, you know, like helicopter aerial shots going over Disney World. And it's completely... Oh, it's like a ghost town? Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just, it's so dead. And it's, what? That, um, it it still blows my mind. It's, it's, we're... Happiest place on earth, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was just listening to <clears throat> I think it was you talked to Mason. Yeah. He was uh, I think he was doing security in Disney World, is that right? That is yeah, that's true, yeah, and he's uh he uh he he told me a definition or a, a term that I've never heard before and and it was it's called furlough. And yeah, uh, that's right. You know, <laughs> when you when you were asking, I was like, hmm, interesting furlough. That's that's got to be an American thing. I hope <laughs> I, I, I will look it up later. And then you go, can you explain to me what furlough is? I was thank you, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had no clue what the fuck he was talking about. Furlough. <laughs> but um, apparently it's just some form of, I guess, you know, like a like a temporary layoff, I guess. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, he uh, he does the security over there, and uh, rightfully so. That guy, that guy's a big dude. I like, like I know him personally, and he's a he, he's a big dude. But yeah, man, I, I <laughs> never thought Walt Disney World would be closed. Movie theaters. I know, you know, that's one of our big connections. Like you said, yep. Back in the day when I was doing bigger boat movies, that was you know really. I mean, I because because I, I I was thinking about this before we connected. I was thinking, okay, was it was it action movie anatomy or was it bigger boat movies? It had to have been action movie anatomy. That was the, the, like the initial kickoff, right? Yeah, I think it was, uh, I think it was one of the, I think it might've been a Terminator episode. And I was in the live chat. I was, I used <laughs> to listen to action movie anatomy. Just, you know, I, ne- I never watched it live before. And I think the, the Terminator one episode was one of the first ones that I actually watched live. And I was in the live chat, and I think that's where we might have connected over over JC himself. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, dude. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, because all I remember, and um, I've talked about this. Have you seen? And 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 get ready for side tangents. I don't know if you're ready for this. Like I go off on a million fucking <laughs> side tangents. Um, that's all good. Have you seen uh, the episode of Black Mirror where? Um, it's called the entire history of you. Is that- oh, I've seen all the episodes of Black Mirror except for the. There's one episode I missed for some reason, and it was the black and white episode of like the museum episode or something like that. Is that the one you're talking about, or is that not the one? No, no, no. So okay, so then you have seen it, and it's it's the one. Okay. It's it's in season one. It's the one where they have the implants in their eyes. Oh right, all right, yeah. Yeah, I've seen and, that one. And and any time now because I just recently got into Black Mirror and it's a phenomenal show. Um, it's amazing. Oh, it's so good, dude. And I watched that episode and I was like, this. I mean, it's sort of like that movie with Robin Williams, and it's called The Final Cut. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but that's a that's a dog shit film. But it's uh, it's essentially taking that premise and doing it right. And that's what I compare uh, the Black Mirror episode to with that film from Robin Williams. But anyways, it all deals with memory and the idea of, you know, I mean, that's the whole point of that episode, right? Is like, that's why those implants exist. It's because memory is really tricky to to rely on. And what if you had the ability, mm-hmm. like what if you had the ability to record your entire life? That way nothing is ever false. You can you can literally just rewind back to that time and see it the way it did play out. And I I don't know, something about that's fascinating. So when I'm thinking about action movie anatomy, it's <laughs> it's it's super foggy, right? It's it, it's really foggy, mm-hmm. but I do remember being in the chat room and I remember seeing you in there and and a few other people. Maybe Paul was in there. I think it was Jay. Yeah, Paul. And I think Jay Clymer Hammond was there as well. That's right. Jay Clymer. Yeah, he was in there. And and then we were like, hey, I think we should start a Facebook page. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's literally like my like clearest memory because after that, it's all a blur. But that was the initial kickoff, dude. And it's it's weird like that's like this is why it's weird that i'm talking to you but in a good way because you know if it wasn't for youtube if it wasn't for popcorn talk if it wasn't for action movie anatomy this wouldn't be happening right now and i don't know something about that's really you know uh you know we're two straight dudes but there's something really romantic about that you know what i mean 
Oh, absolutely. I, I totally understand and, and, and agree with you. It's quite the same on my part. Like Ben and Drew have motivated me in ways I had like no idea. They, like they've, I've started a, a show in Estonia called The Film Guru that I've did for a while. It's just for Estonian audiences. And now with Paul doing a pod, podcast, you see, you know, it's small things, but I would have never done anything like that if it weren't for Ben and Drew. Exactly, exactly. And it's it's kind of strange to me and explain this a little bit. How do you get in Estonia? How do you like how do you get unless I'm just stupid about this? How do you get American YouTube? <laughs> like, like it's it's something that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> well, it's it's every, everything's on the Internet, man. You, you can. And oh, well, you mean how I found Popcorn Talk or how I get into action movie anatomy or what do you mean exactly? Yeah, because like. I I imagine that, okay, so you're in Estonia, so I would imagine that your section of YouTube is not similar to what I see over here in America. No, no, I think it's it's all global. Oh, pretty shit. Pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's global. Wow. Because, uh, and I remember how I, it's really weird how I got into action movie and Adam and Hall found it. I think it was through Honest Trailers. Honest Trailers, I was really into them. So and then I went over to Screen Junkies, and Screen Junkies were doing something w together with Popcorn Talk. And that's how I got over to Popcorn Talk, and somehow I found Action Movie Anatomy there. And from that moment on, I was, like, hooked. Yeah. Ah, so good, man. So good. And, uh, and you know, Ben's been on the podcast a lot of times. And, uh, I, I, yep. I, dude, I tried to get Andrew on, and... Um, for some reason, like our schedules never aligned. And then, you know, I just, you know, I'm someone like, I'm not speaking ne like negatively about Andrew, but I'm just someone that after I pursue you for so long and nothing happens, I just kind of, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I just kind of drop it and, and all right. So, okay. But with Ben, like, like the second I reached out to him, he was like, yeah, man, like, I don't know if I can make it happen right now, but I'm going to make it happen. And he did. And, uh, you know, I've said it, a couple times before but he he was on every single iteration of my podcast he was on bigger boat movies mm -hmm. yep then he came to terminator 101 and then he was on this version of the podcast which is the thing i'm gonna fucking take to my grave but um <laughs> i sarah like i i just love that all of this was started and your podcast that you have with paul um is uh is because of that and uh but it's 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 really cool because i love your your you know your guys's chemistry and i love the fact that it's two fans that were uh mm -hmm. that were initiated because of this one show now have spun off so it's sort of like um it's sort of like like uh, it's sort of like the full house and now you like you guys are the fuller house you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> You have your own spinoff of it. It's like I don't know. It's it, it's it's really cool. It's it's quite quite crazy. Yeah, we we pitched the idea first, and we had no idea that we were going to be doing it on on Action Industries. We we're just okay. We want to do something. We want to kind of kind of want to fanboy about what you guys are doing, or maybe be an extension of the show. We might create our own channel. And somehow that got thrown in the air that maybe you could be on Action Industries, and that got us like super hyped. And somehow. From there on, we just started doing it and doing it. And it's uh, it's kind of like it's, it's so much fun to do it. And 
we're we're not doing it for the views. Are like I'm pretty sure most of our views are just because we're on the action industries channel, and people probably think they're getting Ben and Drew, and then they open up there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's something that we we talked about. It's, we would be doing it if we wouldn't even release the episodes. Like for a while before we started doing class action, we were like recording test episodes. We did like 25 tw- test episodes. And we were just doing them and doing them, having so much fun, like working out the kinks. And at some point we we're like, dude, should we just like start publishing something? Eh, maybe. <laughs> and eventually we did. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's, it's, it's seriously, like it really is cool, man. And, and uh, what's this thing that you were talking about with, with what you started over um, where you are in uh, Estonia, the other show you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's like rough. It's translated into film guru. Like in Estonian, the, the film guru. It's it's like filmy guru, but it sounds uh, it, it sounds weird when you say it in English. But uh, at the cinema that I usually go to, I have a friend working there, and they were thinking about they they had a show. Uh, something that introduced the movies that were opening that week. And somehow it wasn't working. I don't know, at the time, the dude that was doing it, he wasn't that invested, I think. And they, they were just starting to look at other people who might be interested. And at that point, I had done nothing on screen. I was just, I people, my friends knew me as like just like a hardcore movie fan, but I'd never done anything on camera. And my friend just said, do you think you might be interested? Just come in and we'll do a camera test. And I was like, dude, look no further. I'll be there. I'll do my best. And somehow it clicked. And we just started doing a weekly show about, you know, not, not really reviewing movies, but introing movies and like showing the trailers and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And that's been going on for like a year now. Nice, nice. And and uh, what do you do? Okay, so this is like a mystery that I have that uh, you can feel free to <laughs> divulge or if, if if you don't want to divulge it, that's totally your call. What do you do? Like, what is your actual day-to-day job? Yeah, that's totally fine. I can talk about it. I just changed jobs, which is such a weird thing to say during this really tough time. But I was, before I worked where I am now, I was, I worked at a Hmm, it's going to be a mouthful, like a state's owned, I don't know, real estate or something. It's it's like a weird word. I can't, you know, translate it directly, but, but pretty much I was working in state procurements. And I was a procurement specialist, which sounds exactly as boring as it is. <laughs> it is exactly as boring as it sounds, I mean. And uh, somehow I got offered all right i saw a job application for um for a job uh, for a new streaming platform that was opening in estonia at the estonian television broadcasting and now i'm here <laughs> wow which is which is kind of crazy because it's been something that i didn't knew that i wanted to, to do all along yeah yeah man yeah wow so okay so are you it sounds like you might be similar to me. Like, it, like, what is your like? What's the ultimate goal? Like, what is Eric Jarvie's ultimate kind <laughs> of like career goal? Like, it like would it be something in terms of what you're doing now with uh like like with Paul, but like getting a paycheck for that or or what? I think it's um, I think it's slowly happening. I've. I've got no like clear goal what I want to do, but since I came to work here, I kind of feel like 
hosting might be something that I'm like wanting to do more and more. It's, it's, uh, this is like a big place that I'm working at. There's like a lot of shows that keep popping up. Like there is no way I'd be like anywhere near as good as, you know, the actual hosts that do like the national shows here. But, uh, I don't know. I I think it would be cool to have my own show at the like Estonian broadcasting at some some point. For sure, yeah, dude. Because I mean, one for like for sure, you 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 sound incredible in terms of just how well you speak English. And no, no I, I feel like I'm stumbling over words here. No, 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 no. no. You, trust me, you 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 speak really good English and. But you, but you're also probably uh, like you can speak multiple languages, right? Like that's probably something that that you have in your back pocket. Yeah, I'm in Estonia. Okay, so yeah. See, like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you just said right there. <laughs> but that was that was a yes. <laughs> and, and that's Estonian. Okay, so that is uh, is Estonian sort of like a subsector of Russian or no? uh no um we yeah estonians whenever because it's inevitable people keep saying that are you like how close are you with russians but since our like history we've been occupied by russia we've always had like tensions with russia so whenever anyone says to an estonian and <clears throat> no worry there's like no way to know it, but I'm just people who live around russian when they when they get talked about like are you like, are you part of the Russian culture or something? And people are always like, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Some people <laughs> and Estonians, we, we like to take offense in it, but it's nothing personal. It's just like, we, we like to distance our culture, which is actually pretty true. We're totally different kind of cultures because Russian is like a Slavic nation. Estonian is more, oh, we like come from Finnish tribes or something. We were more related to, you know, the Vikings and that type of uh, culture. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, look, I, I love that anybody can speak like, like the fact that you even know that, because if you were to ask me something about America, I'd be like, huh, hmm. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, <laughs> next question. Next question, please. <laughs> but can I ask you something? You're, you're, you live in Florida, right? I do live in Florida. Yes. I live in like, I call it the, excuse my French. It's the dick of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and what city are, are you in? What city are you in? So, okay. Uh, I'm going to come clean here. Right. So this is, uh, uh, on like Twitter for a while, maybe still like, I don't know. I think I might've changed it. No, no, I did change it. I did change it. But for a while I always identified as Orlando because mm. it, you know, it just sounds better and people know Orlando. Like that's an, mm -hmm. I, like that's an identifiable city. I don't live in Orlando. I live about an hour and some odd change North of Orlando in a little town called Palm coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you've never heard of it. I, I wanted to ask you because you asked me how things going over here. I wanted to ask you if you live in like in a big or, or a smaller city. You live in a smaller city. How are things like? How, how's all the quarantine and COVID stuff going on over there? Um. Yeah. You know, it's it's they're slowly loosening it up. So one of our big draws is, of course, the beaches. Right. That's our. Mm -hmm. That's one of our big draws here in Florida, and. Uh, when they reopened those, it was funny because I love, um, like, I'm a big fan of Bob Saget. And uh, on Twitter, he tweeted something along the lines of opening the beaches reminds me of that scene in Jaws where the mayor 
makes Brody open the beaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. And so I stole it. And and uh, and uh, I don't think I properly gave him credit. So I'm giving him credit now. But um, yeah, like that's that like that was one of our first reopenings. And then I think they saw a spike in cases, which I mean, that just uh, I mean, wh- like, what else do you think was going to happen? Right. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. they're slowly reopening it. You know, it's it's a slow process. Uh, masks are everywhere. You know, every every building you go into, everyone looks like they just came off the set of uh, like Contagion 2, you know. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's a good thing, actually. That people wear masks. People in Estonia have been disregarding masks like pretty much everywhere now. They were wearing them at first. Now it feels like everyone suddenly doesn't really care anymore, which is a really sad thing, in all honesty. It's a good thing that people wear masks there. I also found out that when people wear masks, it doesn't just, you know, because masks only help you if you're sick yourself and you don't, you know, give it to someone else. If you don't have the, if you don't have COVID, it really doesn't make that big of a difference if you wear the mask. But it has an effect on you psychologically. So if you see a person in a mask, you immediately want to take a longer way around them. Like at the store, when you see people wearing masks, it's like, and I, I can tell from the other people as well, when they see me wearing a mask, like sunglasses and gloves, they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to, sorry, I don't know if I can curse here. Dude, yeah, fuck you can. Go ahead, curse. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> they're like, oh, no, I'm going to keep away from that dude over there. So the, the masks actually have like a pretty, good psychological reason as well why, why i think they should be worn oh no dude you have a you have a great point there and something that i'm very curious about is when this is all said and done what's going to happen you know is 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 mm-hmm. that is that going to be a thing of the past or i mean if you really actually think about it right really stop and think about it everybody is disgusting like like you can be <laughs> yep <laughs> you can be you know, you can be uh, like, I don't know, you can be the like the Olsen twins, right? You can be them or you can be a homeless bum on the street. And besides the fact that they have incredible amounts of money, they still shit at the end of the day. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they are as disgusting as that person. And it, 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 it sort of blows my mind. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe in a lot of ways, you know, mm-hmm. and I, know, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> it's just it's like, why weren't we doing this before? I mean, I mean, yep. certain things I get, you know, it's it, it's not I guess it's sort of, you know, third world problems to see somebody in a mask. And then it's it, like it, it, it sort of creates a disconnect in a way. It's sort of a little trickier to, to like to, to to connect with them. Mm-hmm. But it's it's actually like you said i mean you know it's it's <clears throat> saving other people's lives cuz you know like you said it doesn't necessarily um help you in the long run but it, you know it's if you are sick like if you do have it it's helping you stop it from spreading like that's the whole point of it and <clears throat> you know uh, I, I i i don't know it's it's all over the place man i mean it's the i think you touched on a really interesting point there like if we get out of it how are people going to like normally that's that. And you said it yourself, you're kind of a germaphobe. I feel like the whole world now is kind of a germaphobe, <laughs> like oh, but yeah. in a good way. I feel like this, this has been a huge learning curve for the entire humanity pretty much. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like you can go through, uh, go through a drive through like at Starbucks or something, you know, and, and, and you'll see, 
everyone is wearing masks at like the 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 person at the window that's handing you your drink they're wearing gloves and it's just okay so how long is this going to happen because i mean you know that's something that maybe that should be the way it is i mean yeah it's not necessarily the most family friendly way to approach a person but i mean ah uh, i mean germs are everywhere dude i mean i just did a live stream not too long ago and germs are my second pet peeve in this world it's it's just mm. It, they freak me out beyond belief. But then, of course, the other side of this thing is the fact that flu, like normal flu, apparently kills more per year than yep. than, than than COVID nineteen, and nobody bats an eye at that. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's it's literally just because it's new. That's the only reason why it's 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 maintained the kind of traction that it has. But. Yeah. And it's also the fact, yeah, you're absolutely like, right. There's like way more lethal diseases out there. Mm -hmm. But the reason why COVID is, <clears throat> had such an outbreak is because uh, it's so contagious. It's like way more contagious than any other flu or, or virus. It's so easily transmitted. And that's that's the reason. That's like why we had these outbreaks. And 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 for like in most cases, it's not even lethal. In, it, it's not even, you know, you can go through them without even knowing that you've gone through it. Like Estonia now they are they're offering these tests, like the anti antibodies test, they're calling it. So you can just go in now, play, uh, pay 20 bucks and find out if you've ever had it. And uh, it, it's like in a lot of cases, people find out that they've had it and they've no idea that they've actually gone through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the sick joke about the whole, like, well, that that's poor choice of words, but sick joke about the whole thing about it is it's it's exactly like for all I know, I have it right. Like for all I know, I mm -hmm. have it. And yet maybe I don't even experience anything. And what it's like, that's that's crazy. But then on the flip side, you'll get somebody that gets it and they are dead in a day. Like I was uh, scrolling through uh, my Facebook not too long ago and I came across an article. It kind of made me laugh and I felt bad about it, but it said a woman got infected with COVID-19 after being spit on. And I'm, and, and I'm thinking, what? Just, be, oh, just by getting spit on, she got COVID-19. That, that's screwed. That's messed up. <laughs> the, I've, I've got an even weirder for you. In a, like, the biggest outbreak in Estonia was, uh, well, e, e, the like the first major outbreaks was in, I think, Italy. At least it was in Europe. It was like Italy. That okay. Well, it was uh, in Wuhan, like the, the actual like source, I think. But in Europe, it was Italy that kind of started the whole thing, and Estonia was pretty much locking down. But we had this one volleyball game on an island in Estonia where we hosted an, an Italian volleyball team. Okay. And everyone was like, why are you having this game? There, like, there's been an outbreak in Italy. We shouldn't have it. There, yeah, we find, like, I don't know, it's like 100 people there watching. It's like a really small thing. And that happened, and that island got way out of hand, and it started spreading and spreading and spreading. So that one volleyball team, like pretty much brought the worst of it to Estonia. And the weird thing is that it spread through the, okay, now I'm, I'm a bit in, inadequate in English. It's like the, you know, the, the horns that you blow in that you make sounds of, I don't know, like ball game. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, uh, like trumpets? 
Uh, yeah, Trump is, but you know, more like plastic, you know, fan thingies, or I don't know what you call them. It's like pretty much where you make all sorts of wreck and you blow into them. Uh, and okay, that's yeah. the, the way that they blew into them. That's how the virus spread. It's like <laughs> the, the saliva and the breath through uh, that horn is how it spread through the entire like gymnasium. Uh, yeah, and and okay, because uh, I I know I can, I can tell you're a bit freaked out because you're <laughs> you're a germaphobe. Right? Well, I mean that <laughs> that too. Um, but I was gonna say I don't want because uh, I because I did laugh, and you know I don't want anyone that 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 might be listening to this that has personally been affected by it. Like I don't want you know think I'm not taking this seriously. But I mean, no, 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 dude. I think it's so important <sighs> that we laugh about this. Of I think it's so important that of we course. laugh about this. Yeah, you have to. I mean. We're literally living. Uh, I call Contagion the scariest movie of all time. I and this was before mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. This was before this. I came to the conclusion for for the longest time it was The Shining, and then I was like, ah, I don't know something about Contagion. I I feel like I need to rewatch it. Rewatched it, and by the end of that film, I was like, yeah, that's the scariest fucking movie of all time because that is something that could happen. Not seeing twins at the end of a fucking hotel lobby uh, corridor. Mm-hmm. That the that this could happen and then of course now here we are and it's not it as happens. intense right it's it's not as intense as that movie portrays it but i mean this could be this could just be a warm up dude this could be a this could be a you know round 1 and what yeah. what then that uh, that is so messed up that is <laughs> like there's been articles and people i've been saying this is just the first phase of it uh like there's going to be three phases. This is just a warm up for like exactly like you said. That that scares me because it feels like the world is slowly starting to come together again. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Crazy and, to think uh, about it like that. Did uh did did uh Estonia do what uh our lovely president did over here where they just sent out checks to everyone? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the well no, <laughs> uh, we've been mm, the, uh, the Estonian government. We we took we took some loans to boost up the local businesses, but okay. uh, and but it hasn't been as well since we're we're a smaller country and the like the restriction. Well, no, the restrictions were actually pretty bad, but it feels like our economy has held together so far and in if if they really open up in july i'm hoping that nothing major really happens but yeah uh, yeah yeah, nothing nothing as drastic as it has over there well yeah because you said you were able to transfer jobs pretty easily so i mean oh yeah that is like that's something i don't take granted in granted uh i feel like this this happened at this time which like most people lose their jobs so um, I, f- I feel very humbled by the entire thing that I actually got to change jobs and like to my dream job in a matter of fact, but that's just like freak of luck that that happened. It could have easily went the other way. And they were actually talking about, uh, laying off people during my, like in my last, um, in my last workplace. So things kind of worked out for me, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. It, fe- it feels kind of, you know, dirty talk about, talk about switching jobs when, when everyone's worse off, you know? 
Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I feel you, dude. But yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're lucky, man. It's it's uh, and I'm lucky too because you know my job that I have is uh, it 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 gave every employee the uh, the option of continuing to work and receiving extra pay, right? So in like like I think it was three dollars and like an hour extra, or you can opt out, stay home, quarantine yourself, and you'll get normal pay. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's what I chose. That's what I went with because, you know, I was just, uh, you know, freaked out beyond belief. And in hindsight, I don't know, like that's something that I'm thinking about now. It's sort of like, did we overreact a little bit? I don't know. It's on one hand, it makes sense. But then on the other hand, shutting everything down and, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm also really scared because I have tickets, uh, for August to go see Joe Rogan in Orlando. And I don't know, oh, wow. I don't know if that's happening. Like he's been canceling and I'm freaking out. Like, obviously it's again, third world problems, but I yeah, mean... yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I totally get that. That's, I think it's like only natural that you think about this thing. It's just it's the same here. We have like tickets to a, to a movie concert in, in September now. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is a really important question that, uh, that, that, that you can talk on. Are you, are you ever going to feel comfortable now going to a theater again? Yeah, I've been thinking about this. Um, I think it'll be quite uncomfortable during the first few times and uh i think it should be i'm i'm hoping that the because the the way that they want to open up cinemas is they want to allow 500 people like maximum of 500 people per event so i'm hoping that they will space out seats that they won't sell every seat that's just wishful thinking on my part but i i don't know if, if i was running a cinema and i was going to open up i would do it carefully carefully and I'm I'm hoping when I when I go to watch my first movie at a cinema, I'm gonna like be like wait till the last minute, go to the register and just get a ticket, which which is like the farthest away from any person, and try and drive from there. Hey, wait, so hold on. You said 500 people are seated in one of in like like in one theater. Uh, well, that's like the it's it's a 500 people cap for like the events that they for events like concerts and um, you know movies. So, but but the cinemas are like I don't know two three maybe max 400. Uh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So this is sort of like um this is sort of like a like an all in one kind of venue. Like it like it's able to house like a concert, but then it also is a movie theater kind of thing. Oh, no, like the regulation is actually like for the entire, like our country in Estonia says you can have events like it's not limited to cinemas or concert halls. It's just you can have events uh, as much as 500 people from July and just cinemas are part of one of those, you know, events. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know what it's going to be like over here. I don't know. I don't know. Do, do they have like um driving like drive driving cinema i don't know what you call them like you know car cinemas <laughs> yeah no 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 it is a yeah drive-in um i think there was one literally right down the road from me and when i say right down the road i mean like an hour plus but if it's uh in <laughs> it's it's in ocala florida um which is uh, are these are these still in business are they doing something or starting to because i feel like this is like the perfect time for for a driving cinema. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I think 
ah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to speak incorrectly, but I feel like this is one that has been around. Like it, like it might be one of the last remaining drive-ins and now it's just now, obviously it's, it's taking off. And, uh, um, it was, it was featured in a lot of articles across the, like the country and like being like, wow, like, okay, this is the place to go because it's one of the only places you can see new movies Mm -hmm. on the big screen, not at home. And, uh, yeah, Ocala. It's uh, um, Ocala is where like it's probably most known for. It's where John Travolta lives. Um, okay. Yeah, right. he lives here in uh, or he has a home here in uh, in Florida. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. It's what, interesting. what do you what do you think? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What What do you think the like the second part of the year will be like movie wise? Because it feels like. You know, we've been like movies have been pushed. Mm. They've been, you know, pushed for a year. Most of them have been pushed like into the second part of the year. Is this going to like <clears throat> is if everything goes well and let's just fantasize about this. Is this going to be the greatest <laughs> second half to a year movie wise? Like everything is going to come out now. Like hopefully, like if that happens, like what would that be like? Uh, okay. So yeah. So, okay. So think about that. Right. So here, and I, I I assume it's the same in Estonia. It's every, every other or not every other week, it's every week, a new movie or new movies come out. Right. So it's every seven Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. So now you have, because there's like, what, there's, there's a lot of movies that were ready to release. So they're like, they're done. All the post-production is, is completed there. They are ready to go. And then you have all the stuff that was either filming and ready to go into post-production or was in post-production and then maybe just had to halt post-production because they couldn't be, you know, physically present to, to, to complete it. So you have all of those stuff that you have to worry about as well. So it's like, but then if you release it back to back to back to back to back to back, how are you going to yeah, make I any? I already see the problem there. <laughs> how are you going to make any box office? Because people are going to go, okay, to this movie. And then, uh, okay, so now everyone's going to go to the next new movie. And there's like there's going to be no space for the, like, the, the previous film to kind of gain a little more momentum maybe in the second weekend. You know, because there's all this... There's all this new shit coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It this thing has definitely disrupted the space time continuum because good luck figuring sure. out how how you're going to release everything. I don't know how you're going to release everything because again, you're just going to screw your box office results. So maybe maybe all those completed things, all the all the finished films, maybe it's best to just try VOD, try releasing it directly to your house. You know, I know mm-hmm. that they've been they've been playing around with that and i think it's been successful i think you know most people are are digging it um but yeah. i think they should do more of it i was i'm actually surprised that they they haven't like there's only been a few movies that have gone the vod route that like have been big movies i'm kind of surprised that more movies haven't or, or that netflix hasn't bought any of like the huge you know blockbuster ones yeah that's true as well that's... or they're just holding out very true. Very true. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's mind boggling. I mean, again, unprecedented times. What's but... your, what's your favorite movie that has come out during the quarantine? Like a new movie. Ooh. Um, 
Favorite movie during the quarantine? Uh, I've like if I'm it's being probably a Netflix release, right? Eh, if I'm being completely honest, I I rarely watch, and this might blow your mind, and this might blow some people's mind because I you know I, I I am a movie guy, but I I haven't watched a lot of new stuff this year, dude. I think I I, I honestly think the only movie that I that I caught this year so far is The Invisible Man. And uh oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh I can't think. Hold on. Let me cuz I do have my laptop in front of me. I'm going to go to my letterbox cuz I'm a I'm a nerd. But yeah, in, uh, Invisible Man was one of like the second to last movie that I saw at a cinema. I remember the actual last movie that I saw at the cinema was was uh, Bloodshot which which was you know, it was fine. It was uh, it was okay. <laughs> It was okay. Yeah. Actually, okay, I'm lying. I actually fell asleep. <laughs> Dude, this is great. Oh, wow. I've only seen one movie in 2020, The Invisible Man. I'm a little ashamed. Wow, so nothing on Netflix or Amazon Prime? or. Um. Okay, so then maybe, okay, because I am going through here. I did start, and but I didn't finish it because I didn't like the where it was going. Uh, I started Gerald's Game, that Stephen King adaptation. Oh right, yeah. Um, I don't know. I uh, I, like the like the premise intrigued me, being you know chained to your bed after your husband has a heart attack. But then where it was Mm -hmm. going, I was just like, oh okay, I see where they're taking this. I see like half this movie is her fucking tripping nutsack because she's chained to a bed and (laughs) she's gonna see like multiple versions of her husband and shit and i'm like ah okay this isn't what i thought it was gonna be so uh, i Mm. lost interest and i i sort of did what you did i fell asleep um (laughs) (laughs) but no like it's 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 really weird because so then you're probably thinking eddie like how like like how do you consume entertainment my entertainment a lot of it is is youtube I watch a lot of YouTube, man. I like, I, like I watch a lot of live streams. I watch a lot of what Ben and Drew do. I watch a lot of YouTubers and um, mm-hmm. podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, that's sort of my new entertainment. Now, it's not taking place of film. Don't like, like, like I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying, but. I don't know. Like, I just don't find myself necessarily gravitating. Oh, okay. I got to go to the movies this week. You know, back in the day when Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Do, do you remember Movie Pass? Uh, I we didn't have it in Estonia, but I know what it is over there. Okay, when that thing came out, that was like the greatest gift to me at the time because I was, you know, a hardcore every week. I was at the movies, so that was like that was a blessing. Um, but then of course, you know, that sort of fell off the map and and. And whatnot, and and then I don't know. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I am watching How I Met Your Mother. Like I'm, I I, I recently got into How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you ever saw that show, but uh, yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. It's it's like the you know <laughs> the Friends Volume Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when Friends ended, How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. came to the rescue. <laughs> but um, so you're watching it for the for the very first time. I am because um um my uh my really good friend was like okay you need to watch you need to watch how I met your mother also because you know it's weird do you do this as well I go through phases of like so right now I'm in a and this is a really niche kind of thing but I'm in like a big Bob Saget kind of phase like I just <laughs> seriously dude like I don't know what it is I mean I love Full House I love his stand up now he has a new podcast 
And so she was like, okay, well, if, if for no other reason, watch it because he narrates the entire thing. And I'm like, yep. what? All right, I'll check which, it out. Which is so weird. Why, <laughs> why, why does he narrate it? Why isn't it like the actor who plays Ted? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But like, it's such a weird choice. Like, okay, he should be older, but an actor, an actor can do an older voice. Well, why do they have Bob Saget? <laughs> Not that I'm complaining, like he does an awesome voiceover. But why? <laughs> yeah. And what's even weirder is, okay, so I I, I was going to say it's probably because Bob Saget, right? That's a great mm. way to get people to watch. But he's not even credited. He's not in the credits at all. So it's sort of like you just had to know, mm. like, you, like, like you had to know behind the scenes or you had to know going into it. Because if you didn't, unless you can recognize his voice, which, I mean, I guess he has mm -hmm. a pretty distinct voice but he's not in the credits he has no credit whatsoever it's weird um that's so weird it really is yeah <laughs> but uh what are you watching like what's uh what's like your latest kind of if it's a tv show or or and, and uh, okay so black mirror black mirror is also what i'm watching yeah mm. that's 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 something that's something else <laughs> black mirror is like i don't know why it's such a different type of it's not it's I, I wouldn't even call it a show it feels like it's it's like a cassette of you know shorter movies or something because it's every, every episode is completely different and it makes you think in all the right and sometimes all the wrong ways yes yes i love it, it it's it's a modern day twilight zone that's what it is yeah well, well I, yeah i've been hearing people say that i've never watched twilight zone really like you've never yeah. seen a single episode no Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, <laughs> like, but like I'm saying, wow, like in a good way, like I'm not like, what? Get out of here. But like, mm -hmm. it's like, that's that, like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know how you have avoided is it, it. Is it, is it. Is it similar to Twin Peaks at all? Is it like kind of in the same realm or vibe? Okay. So then, uh, uh I've never seen Twin, uh, Twin Peaks. Um, okay. Okay. But I do Twin know that. Twin Peaks that's... is like a weird version of. The, you know, it's not the X Files either. I don't know what you call Twin Peaks because it's it's super weird and you know mind boggling in ways. It's uh, it's David Lynch, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe Twilight Zone, but uh, Twin Peaks is like a single narrative, right? It's sort of mm -hmm. right. Twilight Zone is anthology, so you know, it's like Black Mirror. Like every episode is different. Black Mirror, right? Yeah, I think um, Jordan Peele took over Twilight Zone or something. Was it? I, I think he did like a new season, or or he's supposed to do a new season or something like that. He is hosting. Yeah, he has. Uh, they uh, so there is the Twilight Zone new version. I think it's the third revival of the of the show. There's been three revivals. Um, but yeah, he is uh, the current host, and there is—I think they just released, or they're getting ready to release season two. And I do have that; I have that on Blu-ray, the first season of the of mm -hmm. of, of his. But uh, it's you know, it's pretty good. There's a there's a great episode that's like a like a modern telling of one of the classic episodes. But I, uh, Black Mirror all the way, dude. It's Black Mirror is. <laughs> I just watched. Um, because I'm taking my time, like, because because I know it's a very yeah, short series. Favorite exactly it's a short series it's because i looked and i was like what there's only um, like there's only 22 episodes between all five seasons and it's like yeah well man mm. like i really don't want this to end and and i feel like i might have already maxed because i just watched the episode with uh donald gleason um 
where it's called Be Right Back, where he, oh yeah, where, yeah, I think he he he's brought back to life, right? Yes, he's uh, so he dies, and then his wife brings him back because mm-hmm. they have the ability to go through all your social media, and they're able to replicate you first as just like a text form, and then they can do your voice, and then ultimately they they like send her this like I don't know what you would describe it as, but it just looks like a like a like a giant blow up doll that like like made out of gelatin. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you just soak it in the tub and then you add in all this stuff and it becomes the person. It's like it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. But then of course, while I was watching that episode, I was thinking, please go in the direction I want them to go into where this, this isn't right. This, this like, this is not, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not you. You are not the same person, even though you look like the same person. And they did. And I was in love with that episode. I love that episode. And I just feel like I don't know how you top that episode. Seriously. It's uh, have you seen the San Junipero episode? No, no. So I've only seen that. Okay. I've only seen the first season, which is the first three episodes. And I'm on season two, episode two. So. That's okay, so the the best is still ahead. Don't worry. Really, the, that's in that's in the fourth. Um, no, Sanjay Burr's the fourth episode. Oh, in the third series. So third season, fourth episode. Ooh. That is, I, I'll I'll say nothing about it. I'll just say that that is my all time favorite episode of um, Black Mirror. Okay, and it's and it's so weird. You said like when when you're watching Black Mirror, you're like, okay, it feels like that they're going this route. I hope that they don't and they go that way. So you, you feel like there's like two options that they can go with. And then they completely out of the blue, they take it like a fifth or a sixth one. that you <laughs> had no idea they were ever going to come up with that. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, do you sort of struggle because I do, but not like to the degree where I need subtitles. But it's it's I guess one of my little nitpicks of the show is it it's just a little unfortunate. I'm not saying it's a big one. It's just a little unfortunate that it's all set in the UK and it's all British accents. It's a li- mm. it's, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little hard to understand what they're saying if you don't have subtitles on. I watch everything with subtitles on, like English subtitles. I do like that even if I understand what's going on, it just feels it sort of just helps, you know, narrate it for me and sometimes i feel like i'm if, if i'm watching a movie or a show sometimes i'm more distracted in a way and when i have the subtitles it just helps me focus more Interesting. so I, I don't know i think if you if you have the option you, you should you should use these subtitles it's totally you don't have to read them but they're there if you need them isn't that that's uh, that's what i love about i don't know that's what i love about life because it helps you focus and yet for me yep. Subtitles are are one hundred percent distracting. Yeah, they're they're so distracting, and yet mm. it's it's literally the same exact thing. You look at it, and it's helping you focus. And I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, get that shit out of here. I don't want that little writing on the screen. Get it out of here. Bye bye. <laughs> I, I I I do get that because well, in Estonia, well, our national language is Estonian. So every time we go to a movie, it's always in English, but they always have Estonian subtitles. Like everything, our our TV shows. Movies, everything has subtitles if it's not in Estonian. So it's like we and most people in Europe do. So we're very used to having subtitles everywhere, pretty much. So it doesn't really distract me or any any Estonian. Oh, 
man. Uh, you got me so hyped. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely going to let you know. I'm, I'm going to let you know when I watch that episode. It's season three, episode four, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the one. And now, okay, so you're completely caught up without spoiling. What, a, like, what about, because I know Miley Cyrus ends up in this show. <laughs> yes, like um, I think it's the last season. And this is going to sound super weird, but after that episode, I'm a huge Miley fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I like her music. I'm like, okay, it's it's like pop music, and I'm, I'm like kind of into her, but not not like fanboying about her. But her episode in Black Mirror, I was I was blown away, truly, and I, I became like a you know low key fan of hers. You be, okay, so you became a low key fan, and in the in, like in your free time, you're binging Hannah Montana. <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough, it came on TV like a week after Black Mirror. I'm not confirming nor denying, <laughs> but I might have watched the whole thing and might have enjoyed it. Maybe uh, no, not no, confirming. That's <laughs> all cool. It's all cool. Okay, here's here's another question because I have no clue. How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. I just third. I no, I didn't just turn thirty. I turned thirty in November. Okay, so there's not that big because I'm twenty seven. I'm I'm about to be twenty eight. So we're mm-hmm. pretty close to the same age. So, did you grow up on like like what did you grow up on in terms of like series and sitcoms and stuff like that? Uh, mostly Friends. I think it was Friends and. Uh... You know, cartoons like I don't. In Estonia, it was the really big thing in car, like cartoon wise was Biker Mice from Mars. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, not ringing a bell. No, it's a really, <laughs> no. really weird, like really weird cartoon that I'm not even sure that they had a that they had a comic for. But like in Estonia, no one like we haven't had you know the DC Marvel stuff, nothing like that in Estonia. Our, our cartoons were more obscure. So these were like these biker, it's exactly what it sounds like, biker mice from Mars. They were motorbiking mice that looked like humanoids, <laughs> that they lived on Mars, and they flew their bicycles all over the Earth. Such a weird thing. But <laughs> when I was a little older, I was watching a lot of Friends. And like I still watch a lot of Friends. I don't know. It's a, it's a show that I put on the background every time I just, you know, iron my shirts or just clean the house it's always on that's interesting that's interesting that even in even in that particular part of the world you're you're getting american television like is that something that was pretty common or was that just like specific to where you were well it's it was common when i grew up like i was born in 89 and estonia got its independence in 91 so we were under russian rule before like occupied by the ussr and before that we pretty much had none of the like western shows movies anything when we became independent that's when we slowly started to you know bring up the curtain like it's called like the iron curtain was over estonia during that time then we started to getting these like tv shows from 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 US and the UK and stuff like that. So we're we're like the generation that has it has it good. That's how they say about <laughs> us. It's like our our parents they they got it tough. <laughs> we're 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 the spoiled kids who got the Western entertainment here. 
Yeah. Oh, it sounds like it, man. That's crazy. And do you have any plans of, uh, this is a big question, but do you have any plans of ever kind of moving to this, like to the United States and living here? You know, it's been a dream of mine for a while. Um, I just, uh, I think it was in September. It was the first time that I came to the States. Um, I took a trip to New York City and it's been like my, like my, my dream is to live in or visit New York and LA. I feel that's like, you know, it feels like such, such a corny thing to say, but I've been watching so many movies and like, I feel so connected to the American culture that I was like, I'm definitely taking a trip to New York City and LA, and then I'm going to decide which which coast I like better. <laughs> and now I've been to New York. I haven't been to LA yet. And but living in America feels like a dream that I'd like to make happen oh, one day. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I've only ever lived here, but I can I I I imagine what that feels like, where you're like, I got to get over there. I mean, it's... You know, it's it's interesting when you think of 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 the United States because it's sort of like, yeah, I guess I guess this is the 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 go to place, right? It's like mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like this is where you should aspire to come to, and 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 I hope that doesn't make me sound like I'm like stuck up or anything, but it's no, no, I like I. I've lived here my whole life. I I really enjoy it. I don't necessarily think I want to live anywhere else. I would imagine just somewhere else in the in the United States. Maybe Canada. Maybe Canada. Actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> Canada seems to have it all together. <laughs> exactly. Um, because I watch a there's a YouTuber in Canada. His name's Dave McRae, and uh, he talks very positively about Canada. And I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I should get up there, but uh. Either way, I think you would uh, really enjoy. I don't know, like, what did you think of New York? Because I've been in New York a few I loved times. It. I love it. It's my favorite city in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I feel it's. I've consumed American content for for my whole life, and it, I feel like already. I I read American news. I'm like I'm totally in that space. I'm like all of like you said before. Like, what's my YouTube like? My YouTube is like the American YouTube. Like, it's just <laughs> things that I've been watching, but it's mostly just you know, movies and, you know, shows about movies and, yeah, uh, you know, talk shows, stuff like that. Everything is American. My, my girlfriend says to me, you should, you should kind of look into what's happening in Estonia. And I'm like, yeah, why <laughs> boring here? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> what does she, what does she feel about it? Like, does she want to come to the States or no? Uh, she loves it there, but she's, I don't know if she could live in America I feel like she would maybe make it a year or two, but I think she 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 she'd want to come back home. I'm like a weird weird. I, I feel like I was. I feel like uh, I was supposed. I, I was actually supposed to move to Chicago when I was two years old, which is which is kind of weird. My me and my dad were like like I said, I was born in '89, and Estonia got independent in '91, so that was two years of my life. My dad actually, he picked me up and we drove to his uncle's place in Canada, like like actually escaping the Soviet Union. And we were supposed to land in Chicago. And for some reason, we didn't. We had to come back. I think we were like low on money and we didn't have a place to stay. And it was all just too new and we had to come back. So I almost should have ended up 
in in the United States and in Chicago. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jarvie, I feel I'm, I'm feeling for you, dude. <laughs> so close. <laughs> I'm feeling for you. Uh, now you'll get here, man. You'll get here. And you know, mm-hmm. you uh yeah, uh okay, so you don't think New York is uh and here we go, ready? I'm going to try my hardest here. Okay. You don't think New York is the biggest rat hole in the world? <laughs> Do you know what movie that's I, from? I totally get like saying New York <laughs> is my favorite city. It sounds such like a douchey thing to say. It's like, oh, he doesn't know what's really going on there. And it's the guy when people ask me why I love it, I feel like, oh, you know, it's the energy. It's like what everyone says. But it, it you can't you can't deny it. It's it's always lively there. Everything is, I don't know, it feels like you're part of this big world that you don't get that kind of feeling anywhere else. And honestly, we were staying in uh, we're staying in Bed-Stuy, I think it's called, uh, in Brooklyn. We we weren't staying at like Manhattan or something, someplace fancy. We just found an Airbnb and we just you know lived the life, like walked the like the, the more you know uh, places where like the, the cab drivers are like be be careful in this area. We were like, okay, sure, and we kind of took it easy and saw the life, you know, not just in Manhattan. And I loved everything. I don't know. It, it felt like felt me. But did you get did you get the reference to the biggest rat hole in the world or no? <laughs> I don't think I did. No. Oh. <laughs> the taking of Pelham one two three. Damn it! And I do love them. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what John Travolta thinks of it. <laughs> yeah. The biggest rat Man. hole in the world. Um, <laughs> I think I, you know. Do you love Pelham One Two Three? Okay, so here we go. Ready? I am. Uh, uh, I'm getting ready this this Tuesday. I'm doing a, a live stream on my channel where I I list my favorite movie for every year since my birth. So since 1992, one movie per year. For 2009, you best believe it's the taking of Pelham One Two Three. Yes. A hundred percent, man. Oh. I love it. I think, you know, I think we cracked the code. It might have been the Pelham 123 episode that we bonded over. Um, because I know Ben Ben loved it. Andrew <laughs> hates it. I love it. And now you love it. It might have been that episode. It might have been. It might have been, dude. I just remember thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe someone's actually talking about the taking of Pelham 123. I, this is such an underrated gem. and uh, It is. You know, it's uh, which is interesting because um, re- like recently I've been very uh, like I've gone down this real rabbit hole of anti Scientology, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, of course John Travolta is a practitioner of Scientology, yep. and mm-hmm. so I have mixed feelings about it. But I I like I'm not letting that detract my love for Pelham One Two Three. Uh, he is. He's the best part of that movie. I mean, you take out John Travolta, and I think you have a standard movie. It's the fact that he is so insanely just over the goddamn top. That's yeah. what that's what makes the if movie. You if you don't do that, I'm gonna fucking kill you. There you go, man. <laughs> or something he says. There you go. That's exactly no, no. You, you even did the. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. You have to do that. And dude, the handlebars, those handlebars. Oh my god, yes. Oh. That stash. Oh. Just God and uh I love like there's this like behind the scenes of uh of of the making of that movie and I just love when they cut to any time they're talking to Travolta and he's in the exact getup 
but he's but he's casual. He's casual now. He's just <laughs> <laughs> no way. He's just talking normal, you know. I'm I'm John Travolta. I have handlebars right now. I, I have my little butt, <laughs> like I like like I, I have my little uh, butt uh, like on my chin. But uh, like an hour ago, I, I was. I feel like you. Went, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting a little lag. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Uh, I was just saying, like, but like an hour ago, prior to that interview for the behind the scenes, he was probably just yelling at the top of his lungs. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and I are the only per people like if we ever saw John Travolta would go up to him like oh my god such a huge fan of yours would you do that he's like what are you talking like talking about Greece or what are you <laughs> talking about writer man he's like writer I played writer <laughs> yeah but I'm one two three oh my god get out uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dude I love that yeah yeah writer writer <laughs> yeah you remember writer <laughs> with a Y with a Y writer dude writer with a Y I just, yeah, man, I remember that theater going experience. I do remember watching that movie in theaters and, uh, that movie genuinely unnerved me back. Cause like that was, so that's 2009. Yeah. I was pretty young when that movie came out and I watched it and, uh, you know, when, uh, it, in particular, the scene where he kills the black guy, that, that mm -hmm. scene, like still to this day, that, that scene always gets me, especially, at the end after he shoots him and then he looks at the mom and the son and he's like, that was your fault. And it's just like, no, you son of a bitch. Like I love you, but in this moment, you're one of the worst villains. Mm -hmm. You're one of the worst. You're so like, that's, that's awful. <laughs> you don't just shoot someone and then look at someone and say, that's, that was your fault. Like, ah, I think it was that the, was that the guy who stood up to, you know, take the bullet for the, for the mom and her child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, where cuz he comes okay, out, yeah, he, he's mm -hmm. counting and then mm -hmm. he he lands on the on the uh on the girl and he's like, "Come on, pretty lady, up." And then of course the guy's like, "All right, this is fucked up." And then he gets in his way and just just everybody just I love that whole scene where everyone in the control room is like, "Rider, we made a mistake. Rider." <laughs> and then the camera, <laughs> the the fucking camera is like doing that Tony Scott shit where it's just going in a fucking yeah. circle. <laughs> Yep, dude, I'm hyped on it, man. I'm hyped. It's almost two o'clock in the morning, and I just became hyped. <laughs> and it's almost nine a.m. here. I'm almost starting my day. This is like the perfect uh, way to start my day. <laughs> I'm getting so hyped here. This is the this man. It's it feels it feels so weird. It's it, on paper. It's like <clears throat> Tony Scott went to the studio. He's like, I want to make a, an action movie about what? But trains. <laughs> it's like so, sounds such a boring premise, but somehow he pulled it off, like casting Denzel and like that's his guy, getting Denzel versus Travolta. Ooh. That's such a great, such a great mixture. Such a great mixture, and I wish that, uh, like, like seriously, I wish that, um, you know, maybe not necessarily antagonists, but I, but I really do wish that uh, Travolta and Washington would do more together. I just felt like they, you know, even though they weren't necessarily in the same room, they just their back and forth was, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the best parts of that film is just how 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 intense it is, and yet it's yeah. sort of what yeah. you were just talking about, where it's it's stationary for the most part like if you don't have the camera doing the tony scott stuff it's a stationary movie <laughs> and yeah and even like you said your favorite scene is like the, the the scene that you just talked about my favorite scene is when they're just talking 
over the radio and he's like, did you take the money? Did you take the money? He's like, all right, I took it. All right, I took it. I put, my, I put my daughter through school. He's like, damn it, you're, you're, you're my goddamn hero. <laughs> Such a great scene. Oh, and, I'm doing the worst impressions, but I'm just too hyped on it. Oh, dude, no, you know, you're great, dude. And that trailer, that uh, the trailer to the taking of Pelham 123, if no one has seen this trailer, please watch the, the trailer. The Jay-Z song? Yes, yes, where it's so calm and... You just hear that, like that, mm-hmm. that, that very uh, cliched kind of train sound, the like in the background, and then of course it just mm-hmm. explodes, like the trailer explodes. I got ninety nine problems. <laughs> it's just like whoa, <laughs> yep. oh man. But then it like it at the end of the trailer, it's like part of uh, from the film where Travolta is doing the countdown. He's like ten, nine, eight, and it's like the trailer is getting you hyped. It's oh fuck. That's such a great movie. I'm, I miss Tony Scott so much. What? What? Oh, man. Right? That is... Uh, I remember where I was when I read that. And the it way did. the way it happened. What? What? He just got out of his car, went over to the edge of a... Or to, or to the ledge of a, of a bridge and jumped? That, that makes no sense to yeah. me. Oh. I, I don't know. I read somewhere that he that he had like that he had cancer or something and he was just like like he's not gonna fight it he's just gonna you know take his own life or oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that's actually proven but i read that somewhere is it okay so uh i think the most famous example in our lifetime is of course robin williams right that's like the yeah that's the yep. pinnacle where it's like get the fuck out of here he he did what mm-hmm. but i'm not taking anything away from that but it's sort of like you know, the Tony Scott thing, I feel like no one really remembers that. Well, because one, he's, you know, he's sort of the the lesser talented version of his older brother, right? So his... Mm, so, so, that's what the... Yeah. So Ridley gets all the attention, right? It's it, it, like... it. Can you imagine if Ridley Scott did that? That would still be talked about to this day. Ridley Scott jumped off a mm. fucking bridge. Can you imagine? Like, but it's because it's Tony Scott. It's the guy that directed Top Gun, this okay movie and oh and 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 what the taking of pelham one two three what the fuck is that you said okay movie yes i uh (laughs) okay so okay so jarvie this is where you and i so we love pelham right but now this is where we go left and right i i'm i'm really not into top gun i really don't like top gun interesting but i was there we go well there had to be something i was hyped for <laughs> maverick you know even though i'm not into tom cruise uh, his personal life you know i uh i am looking forward to somehow seeing top gun maverick um but uh yeah i don't know something about top gun just doesn't work for me but uh you know no i totally get that it's uh, people are hot hot or cold on it yeah well, I mean, it, but it's weird because people are probably thinking, wait, hold on. You, you don't like Top Gun, yet you like the taking of Pelham 123, and it should be the other way around. It should be <laughs> you like Top Gun and hate the taking of Pelham. No, I love Pelham. Um, and and Unstoppable, you know, but it, it, it's... Unstoppable, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's such a... He, he did such a very specific kind of thing, whereas Ridley has been you know, all over the map in terms of the, like the films that he's done and done really, really well. Tony, unfortunately specified in one category. And a lot of times people thought they were subpar at best. 
And so this happens where he kills himself and and no one really remembers him, you know, about it. I'm sure people listening to this are thinking, wait, hold on, Ridley Scott had a brother? Like <laughs> I, I I hope that people if people are list when people are listening to this is uh they go, okay, I gotta rewatch Pelham. Oh yeah. Like if, if that happens, if at least one person watches Pelham after this, I'm so happy. Hold on. Can <laughs> I'm so happy. This is like that will be the ultimate satisfaction. <laughs> Hold on. Uh and 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 I know I can't keep you much longer because we've we've been going here for a little bit, but uh it does mm-hmm. does um uh, does the action movie anatomy, uh, like if you were to go back to the taking of Pelham one, two, three episode, is there a, like a live chat replay? Ah, uh, I'm not sure. There might be actually, I gotta look that up. I have to look that up as well because I'm interested to see, dude, like how cool would that be to actually see, you know, like a replayed version of, Hey guys, let's start a Facebook page. <laughs> yep. Um, man, it's, there was no live chat on it. I have it pulled up now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but I actually, you know, you just um, you just sparked something in me. Uh, we're doing, and I'm, I have no clue why I never asked you before, but we're taking like these awesome action movies. Sometimes, sometimes just like dramas. Me and Paul, and we're like pitching them against each other, and we sometimes have guests on. I feel like we should do Pelham versus something, and have you on. Um, I am so game. <laughs> I am so game. <laughs> I, I feel like you'd be perfect. Yes. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I'm I'm down for that. Uh, whenever you want to make that happen. Uh, yeah. Cause I cause seriously, I really do. Uh, you know, I I wanted to reach out to you first, just because um, uh, I feel like I connected with you first versus mm-hmm. Paul, and I don't have anything against Paul, and because I love Paul, but I wanted to reach out to you first and get you on here. So, um, but uh, definitely want to get Paul on and. And uh, I just I I love what you guys are doing and the fact that you do it so well and you're across the world. You know what I mean? And yeah, and, it's, it's uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> it and it it would be so cool to see you guys maybe one day in the same exact room. You know what I mean? Like that would be that would be pretty cool to 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 see you do it live, kind of. But uh, yep. Great stuff, dude. It's uh, it's crazy. But look, it's uh, so it's almost nine o'clock where you are. It's almost two o'clock in the morning where I am. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do what you did seven hours ago, and uh, get some shut eye. So um, I will have all the information in the show notes. So if like if anyone wants to check out uh, class action, um, they can. And uh. I definitely want to do that Pelham episode, dude. So just stay in touch with me and let me Let's know. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I'll hit you up. Absolutely, dude. This has been a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you coming on here. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me on. It really was just just a good time to just, you know, people don't really call anyone just to talk. People <laughs> always have something that they need or want. It's like so relaxing to just have a chat. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And uh, always welcome back on. All right. Definitely. Thanks right. so much. Talk to you later. Bye, Eddie.